0: I hope that all has been going well with you. God is good. Amen. Whether things go good for you or whether they're going not so good for you, God still has your back. Amen. The subject of today's message is suspicious people. Mm. Suspicious people. Amen. Drama queens and kings I call suspicious people can actually take away your focus from serving the Lord correctly and can even lead you to doubting yourself and self-condemnation will set in if you feed into their attention getting devices amen amen hallelujah today we'll be talking about suspicion being suspicious do you know anybody that is suspicious we're going to talk about that today. You know, when you're in Jesus Christ, when you have the Lord in you, amen, you are going to be open, you're going to be free, you're going to be non-judgmental. you're going to be happy, you're going to make people feel good wherever you go, right? And you're going to smile at people, and people will smile back. I don't know if you ever tried that or not. I tried it myself. And when you smile at people, people do smile back. Amen. God wants us to be happy and approachable and attainable at all times. Of course, there's personal times where we have to take care of personal business and our families or whatever. Okay. But most of the time, okay, when you step out of your own home, okay, and even in your own home, you should be wide open and joyful. You know, joy attracts people, right? Amen. So let's be joyful. Let's try to be more joyful. It's easy for somebody to go down and be depressed and be mean or tired or something, you know. But God doesn't want us to live that way. And God doesn't want us to be suspicious people. Have you ever seen somebody with a, they seem nice, they seem pretty, pretty okay, pretty good. But there's just something about them. Did you ever hear anybody say that? They're suspicious. There is something there that people are able to feel somehow but can't put their finger on it. Amen. So we are looking at the word suspicion. It says here, I like to go into the dictionary and get the the, uh, meaning of the word. It says an act or an instance of suspecting something wrong without proof a barely detectable amount distrust doubt okay misgiving mistrust now here is suspicious when someone is suspicious okay it says open to or arousing suspicion arousing that distrust do you know anybody who who arouses people's distrust unusually so Inclined to suspect. Showing suspicion. Debatable. How many people do you know who are always debatable? Drama kings, drama queens, amen? There's always, always some type of negative drama going out. Almost like they don't have it, like they have a restless spirit. Fishy. I'm sure you heard that term before. Equivocal, problematic, always, always problem, some kind of problem. The whole world has to stop for them because there's always something going on. But yet when you have a problem, they don't have time to listen to yours. You're complaining. <laughs> Amen. How many of you ever gone through that? Have you ever gone through that? Alright, you're always hearing somebody else's problems, but then when something is going on with you, they don't have time to listen. Questionable. Shady. How many people do you know are shady? Shaky. Suspect. Distrustful. Doubtful. Dubious. Skeptical. Undecided. How many people do you know cannot seem to make a decision to save their soul? Cannot make, you know, the Bible says God is not the author of confusion, and some of these people are so confused, it's hard for them to make a decision. They're unsettled, unsure. How many people have you seen are unsettled? They just have unsettled uh, attitudes about them. Amen? This is being suspicious. This is suspicion. Okay, people who are suspicious. Amen. And you know the Bible tells us so many times to be careful of these kind of people. Now I'm not talking about them like they have leprosy. Okay, don't don't back off. People always say I feed so and so the uh, long handled We pray for them. Amen. We pray for people. Keep them in prayer because it is not that person that you are having a problem with. It is the suspicion, the suspiciousness, the 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 evil spirits that could be um, bumping up against them and, and and tormenting them it just like uh, the Apostle Paul went through you know there are some people that are so tormented okay that they cannot uh, find joy it's hard for them that they're always sad they cannot find joy what is that word they use melancholy okay now let's start out with I'll, I'll read a couple scriptures I'll start from Genesis 6 5 and we're talking about evil thoughts, the carnal mind, evil imaginations, okay? These are people who use the carnal mind. They have so much, um, they use their carnal mind so much that it's hard for them to get spiritual, okay? To, to sit down with the Word of God and talk to God and allow the Holy Spirit to teach them. Genesis 6-5 says, And God saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth and that every imagination of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually and then Genesis 11:6 see the thoughts of someone's heart is evil continually and then Genesis 11:6 and the Lord said behold the people is one and they have all one language and this they begin to do and now nothing will be restrained from them which they have imagined to do people became evil god said the people are now one and they all have one language and and they they nothing will be restrained from them all right and there notice he says which they have imagined to do whatever these people imagine in their minds goes down into their heart and that thing they become. That's why we have to be very, very careful with our thoughts, with what goes through our mind, what we say, what we think. You know, if whenever that devil comes to you and tells you negative things about yourself, you bind him in Jesus' name and just tell him, you got to leave right now in Jesus' name. I'm not listening to you. Amen. You are not the author nor the finisher of my faith. Amen. See, we have to command our mind to listen to us. We have to command our body. When you command your mind to do good, your body's going to follow. And half of those physical problems... That you've been having, not only just natural problems but spiritual problems as well, that you've been having are going to follow and and the the goodness of the Lord is going to enter you and healing is going to enter you. And you will find that you have less problems than you have before because you've been commanding your thoughts to be good and pure. Amen. Let's look at Psalm 38.12. Pretty deep. Psalm 38.12 says, They also that seek after my life lay snares for me and they that seek my heart speak mischievous things and imagine deceits all the day long amen now this is a king saying this okay they have they also that seek after my life lay see suspicious people will lay snares for you people who have jealousy envy okay and they just have something out for you you could you could tell no matter how much they speak to you or how they smile at you you could tell something there is not right you just can't seem to get totally get along with them it's hard you have a hard relationship with them people who are suspicious they have a suspicious character that suspicious attitude lay snares for people They are unrested, and they want you to be unrested as well. Amen. And he says, and they seek my hurt. Their hurt, you ever hear that term, hurt people, hurt people? And that's very true, and this is what people do. Instead of them giving their problems to the Lord and allowing God to heal them and to heal their situations, they continue to operate in the natural, thinking that their power alone is going to cause everything to be okay, and it's not. They speak mischievous things. The way they talk is like they're always up to something. They don't talk godly. They don't talk like with a holy language. They're always mischievous, always into something, always thinking dirty thoughts, always thinking dark thoughts. How many people do you know they're like that thinking? Hey, it seems like everything comes out of their mouth is, is foul somehow. Mm. And they imagine deceits all day long. All day long these people are thinking something that is anti-government, anti-Christ, <laughs> anti-good. My God, nothing can grow around them because they're constantly chopping growth no matter where they go. Nothing is going to grow around them. They're robbers. They're thieves, and they always operate in deceit. Amen. And then uh, Proverbs six eighteen says, "A heart that devises wicked imaginations, feet that be swift in running to mischief." They're always imagining something mischievous. Their feet are always running to mischief. You, ever, you know, years ago, watching TV, I remember some friends of mine used to always say, there's just certain folks, you're watching TV and they hear a sound or something around the corner, and instead of running from the sound, they run to it. <laughs> you know, just always want to be in something. You know, they instead of running to peace, they run from it. I remember I watched a movie years ago where the woman told her son, I think it was the uh, Raisins in the Sun, I can't think of what that movie was called, but the woman told her son, she said, son, any time a man runs from his home to get peace, something is wrong. They have created so much mess in their nest that they have to fly away. And and when they fly away, the only reason they're flying away is because they're looking for something else to get into. Amen. Take care of home before, the, like the song says, sweep under your own front door before you try to sweep around mine. Amen. They should cleanse their home. Pray to the Lord and they're always running to something else always tipping around the corner you ever see a person that is with an unsettled spirit they're always shifting and tipping and it's like like unrested you know years ago in a uh, spooky movie they always said that the ghost came back because they had unfinished business they're like <laughs> they're like a i don't know a a a ghoul that doesn't hasn't you know finished what they were supposed to finish while they were living so they come back amen restless spirits always running into mischief something happens down the street they got to go see what it is you know Amen. And some people, just like even church, they won't even go to a church unless they find out something's going on with the pastor or one of the choir members or somebody. They've got to go and find out how the story's going to end. See? Suspicious people. They're not going to the church to hear the Word of God. They're going to the church to find out the ending of this horrible story, whatever's happening in that church. Ezekiel 8.12 then said he unto me, Son of man, hast thou seen what the ancients of the house of Israel do in the dark? Every man in the chambers of his imagery? For they say, The Lord seeth us not. The Lord has forsaken the earth. Now, he's talking about the people of Israel here, who they, they, they do whatever they want to do, and they're, they're walking around in their darkness and, and to get in their own chambers and they do whatever they want and you know, it's just do it time you know whatever you want to do just do it which is actually witchcraft and they think well God left the earth he's forsaken the earth because they do not open up their hearts to God and spend time in a word and talk to the Lord because they cut that cord they think that God cut it and left and God didn't cut it he's waiting for them to contact him to love him to show him that they love him that they trust him and instead of see this is another thing suspicious people do they are always blaming the right person the person who is right the person who lives right they're wrong and they don't want anybody else to be right either so Here we go, we have people who are blaming God for forsaking the earth, and God never left them. They say, well, God's not talking to me. You know, people with short, do you ever see a person with short patience? They have short patience, and they ask the Lord for something, and they don't get it in their time, and so they give up, and they just go buck wild. This is what a suspicious person does, quick to run towards evil. They go buck wild. They're like, well, God didn't give it to me, so he must not love me, so I'm just going to go out and do whatever I want to do. And there's a lot of people that got on drugs. There's a lot of people that stay in bars until closing time instead of going home to their husbands or their wives or their children. There's a lot of people that have lost good jobs, people that can't control anything in their lives because of that unbelief well God didn't do what I asked him to do unbelief so I'm just going to do whatever I want to do a well, whale God didn't know she was only giving him three days and two hours and six minutes you know <laughs> always running into mischief thinking that the Lord is not looking notice Ezekiel 8 12 it says the Lord sees us not he's forsaken the earth the Lord can't see me I can do whatever I want to do he can't see me First of all, God created this earth. What what would make a person think that God can't see anything that you're doing? What makes a person think God can't see you under those covers? What makes a person think that God can't see them in their homes underneath their roof? He can't see them shooting up dope. He can't see them abusing children. He can't see them defiling their bodies one with another and by their, sometimes by themselves. They think God can't see. He sees everything. He created everything. God is not Superman. Okay? God is not Superman who could be hindered by kryptonite. When God sees through a wall he sees through a wall. Nothing can stop him. You can have bed clothing made of kryptonite. God can still see you. <laughs> Amen. He made everything. Everything that has eons, ions, whatever you call it, everything that, that that has uh molecules. Amen. Everything that is cre that has been created, God can see through it he can see everything man might build a wall and he can't see what's over that wall but God can build a wall and see through it both sides he sees what's happening on both sides of the wall and what's in the wall amen and then Romans 121 because that when they knew God they glorified him not as God, neither were thankful, but became vain in their imaginations and their foolish heart was darkened. Here we have people who knew God. But they they know God, okay, but they don't glorify him as God, as their God. There are people who say, Yeah, I, I believe. Are you a believer? Do you believe in God? Oh, yeah? oh, yes, yes, I believe. And and then you never see them praying. You never see them attending the, the, upon the sanctuary. You never see them um, holding hands on anybody. You never see them fixing anybody a sandwich. You never see them doing anything that would glorify God. But they believe in God. Oh, yes, we believe in God. Then why do you hate your neighbor over there? You believe in God, then why do you belong to that wicked group of people who are full of hatred and racism? How can you say you know God and you don't show that you know God? There are a lot of people calling themselves Christians that are going to be shocked when they get to heaven and see what's in heaven and you can read some of that in Revelation (laughs) they're creatures with different uh, hundreds of eyes thousands of eyes or whatever and wait till they see the Lord with hair like wool white hair like wool and that's just not talking about the color and feet of bronze Their foolish heart was darkened. It says here in Romans 1.21, They neither were they thankful, not thankful of anything. I got this on my own. If it wasn't for me, my strength, I wouldn't have anything. Not giving God the props for anything. Amen. They became vain in their imaginations. We did this. I'm the greatest. I do this. I'm, I'm better than so-and-so. Look at my awards. Look at my awards on the wall. Here, I'll send you a a screenshot (laughs) of all my awards and accomplishments. They, They act like God didn't help them with anything. And it says, Their foolish heart was darkened. Grossness. Have you ever seen people who are just always... I know a guy... I've been knowing him for years. And my goodness you can't hold a decent conversation with him you try to respect him as an old friend you knew him or whatever he grew up with him or whatever this man's mouth is horrible and i'm not just talking about i'm not just talking about in fact i don't even think he really cusses all that much it's just <laughs> not necessarily just a cursing it's just his mouth the way he talks about people he's he, uh you, you can almost feel daggers coming out of him he's throwing daggers at everybody he talks about this one is fat and this one is black and this one is pale white and this one thinks he's this and this one thinks she's that and I never did like so and so and blah 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 oh God if you knew the things on him that I knew blah 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 I know he's just nasty he's just gross and there are people like that they have no godly understanding they're just gross their heart is gross that's why everything that comes up out of their mouth is gross I friended this man on I forgot how he talked after all these years. And he wanted to friend me on Facebook. And I forgot. <laughs> I, for- I had forgotten. You know, all these years we're older now. And I've forgotten he talks like that. So I friended him on Facebook. And man, he went to telling me how much weight I gained. Oh, I didn't even know who you were. You got so big. Girl, what are you doing over there? <laughs> you know, just gross. And I'm like, oh, God, I forgot he talks like that. <laughs> and I unfriended him. You know, i you don't want to... Hang around people like that. Next thing you know, you'll be questioning yourself. Feeling negative. Nothing positive or uplifting, you know. Dullness. Hallelujah, they're dull. Romans 8, 6 says, For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. You get peace when you feed your spirit from the Father's Holy Spirit. When you listen to the Spirit of God, that is the only way to have peace. To be spiritually minded is life and peace. Life, long life to live. The Word brings life and peace to us. Thinking carnally, thinking uh, fleshly all the time, is bringing death upon you because our flesh is going to die. None of this nasty, dirty, uh, filthy flesh that we have is going to make it into heaven. I'm sorry, guys, but we're dropping this jacket at the gate. <laughs> right? We're dropping this jacket at the gate. This is no, What is it? No, uh, do, do not pass go and, and collect 200. Don't collect 200 or something. Mm-mm. You're dropping this jacket at the gate we get new bodies our glorified heavenly bodies this mess is not getting in there my God and then Philippians two five says let this mind be in you which is also in Christ Jesus have wise thoughts Jesus didn't think negative Jesus didn't he wasn't gross he didn't talk nasty and you, look let's put ourselves in Jesus' uh, shoes for a minute How many men out there do you know could hang around, um, it doesn't say former prostitutes, okay? How many men do you know would hang around women who had so many sexual demons, so many sexual spirits in them? How many men do you know would make it through that? Save them and work with them for three years or more. I don't know any. We have we've had preachers you hear every day uh, uh, online or on on a TV or something where preachers or pre- preachers are going down for that flesh. They think they can work with it. and oh yeah, I can I can take care of her. I you know I'll 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 put Jesus on her. I know how to take care of that. And then every day this woman comes in with that tight red dress on low-cut talking in that whatever kind of sultry language is that what they call it and and, and every day you know they're putting themselves into um, unnecessary temptation give it to Jesus pray about it make sure you give it to the Lord and every time you see that woman, do not accept them demons. Do not accept them spirits that are tempting you. And you tell her, um, Sister, uh, come here for a minute. We need to talk. You know, you're, you're a nice-looking woman and everything, but, uh, you know, I, I just I hope you don't get mad at me or anything, but you need to change the way you present yourself before the Lord. <laughs> you know? But there's a lot of men that wouldn't do that. They lose that temptation, and I believe male and female alike, these these ministers go home, and they're fighting in the privacy of their own bedrooms, and one wins, either the spirit's gonna win, or the flesh is gonna win. And every Sunday night they go home, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, some of them, every day of the week until Sunday comes again. And they're wrestling with this thing, and, and, and it's it's pleasing. Sin is pleasurable, even if just for a moment. So they take that demon home with them, and they're wrestling in a privacy, in their bedroom with that demon, instead of binding it and rebuking it and trying to think on Philippians 4, 8, good things. Amen. And that's why they're not correcting these people, because these people are feeding their flesh, and the next thing you know, something's happening with his sermons. Have you noticed that Reverend So and So's sermons starting to sound a little dry lately? He sounds a little confused. So something, is, the anointing seems like a, the, the anointing's gone. All right, because he messed around and did what? Playing footsie's with the enemy. With that suspicious person, a person who is a drama queen, drama king, whatever, male or female. And he thought that on his own, out of his own power, he could wrestle with that thing. And it didn't work. Next thing you know, he's getting taken down. Church is breaking apart. I've been in so many churches in my life, a few, where they just, some of them split the church to split the church is splitting amen next thing you know you're reading about him in the newspaper or on TV and everybody's embarrassed of what happened amen so evil imagination causes suspicious characters so if you know anyone like that pray for them amen just keep praying for them and binding and rebuking in Jesus name you got to give it to the Lord. Amen. And remember what it said when we were reading earlier, what it, uh, Romans 8, 6, for to be carnally minded is death. That's why this preacher's ministry died down. Carnally minded. He wouldn't tell Sister So-and-So to change her ways and change them clothes. Amen. <laughs> he was enjoying that. Amen. But to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Amen. Are you saved? Have you accepted Jesus Christ as your Savior? If you haven't, just say this. Jesus, the Christ, forgive me of my sins. I accept you right now as my Lord and my Savior. Teach me your ways. And I thank you. Amen amen and if you just said that welcome to the family of God go find a Bible believing church amen that preaches Old and New Testament amen amen Jesus if you look in the Bible Jesus read the OT the OT the Old Testament and he made the New Testament the New Testament was made because of him So find a church that preaches the entire Bible, amen, the entire history of our folks, our people, hallelujah, believers, and learn of him. It's never too late. God bless you. May the Lord bless you and keep you. Make his face to shine upon you. Give you his grace, peace, hallelujah. Lift up His countenance upon you. It means when people look at you, they'll see God. Amen. Thank you for listening. Thank you for coming on. Reverend Essie signing off. And remember, Jesus is always Lord. And to God be the glory for the things He has done.